Hello and welcome to the Lancet podcast for the issue dated December the 9th to the 15th. I'm Richard Lane. In this week's podcast, I'll be discussing the controversial issue of screening mammography for younger women aged 40 to 49 in the United Kingdom. And in a moment, our North American senior editor, Faith McClellan, will be discussing this week's lead editorial concerning healthcare in the United States in light of the recent victory by the Democrats in the midterm elections. Before that, some other highlights from this week's issue to point out. We published an article documenting the third case of the acquisition of variant CJD from a blood donation program in the UK. Many of you will remember that the first two cases of VCJD acquired through a blood donation program were published by The Lancet in 2004. Also this week, we conclude our landmark series about sexual and reproductive health, with a strong call to action for the global health community. But starting with our lead editorial, as I said, we're joined by Faith McClellan from our New York office. Faith, welcome. In general terms, how do you see the recent Democratic Party victory in the midterm elections in terms of the state of U.S. health? Richard, the midterm elections were widely believed to be a referendum on the leadership of President George W. Bush and especially on the conduct of the war in Iraq. So other issues like health care, even though they are consistently reported to be very important to Americans, received very little attention. However, with the Democrats now in control of both houses of Congress, they are well positioned to push forward some health care reform legislation. Indeed, and the editorial mentions two bills that could be affected quite soon uh, relating to health care. Could you expand on these? The two bills uh, have to do with, uh, first of all, the Medicare prescription drug coverage program. Medicare is our insurance program for the elderly, and a prescription drug benefit was added to that program in recent years. However, under the Republican Congress and in the Bush administration, Medicare was forbidden from negotiating directly with drug companies for lower prices. The Democrats have promised to introduce a bill that will make it possible for Medicare to negotiate and thereby directly with the pharmaceutical companies and thereby get lower prices. The second bill that they have said they will try to pass in their first few hours of the new Congress is uh, a bill that will end the uh, ban on federal funding for embryonic stem cell research. Now, uh, the thing here is this apparently, this issue repealing the ban has a lot of popular support. The president, of course, has promised to veto any such bill, but there may be enough support in Congress to override a presidential veto. And finally, Faith, in two years' time, It'll be the 2008 elections uh, with, a, with a new incoming president. Do you think the Democratic Party are going to drive forward a radical program for health care change in the United States? I think they will put forth a program for health care reform, but I doubt that it will be a radical program. That is because of some historical problems with pushing forward uh, radical health care reform, which we desperately need, by the way, because we do have 42 million people in America who have no health insurance. However, the problem for the Democrats is the last attempt at serious health care reform was during the Clinton administration under the leadership of Hillary Clinton, who may in fact be the Democratic nominee for president in 2008. So I do believe that some aspect of reform will be developed, but probably not something that brings to mind the catastrophic failures of the previous reform initiative. Interesting times. Watch this space. 
An article and linked comment in this week's issue examined the controversial issue of screening mammography, this time looking at a potentially younger population to offer screening to, that is women aged 40 to 49 in the United Kingdom. Earlier I spoke to one of the study authors, Dr Sue Moss, who works at the Institute of Cancer Research here in the United Kingdom, and I began by asking her to remind us what the current UK guidelines are for screening mammography. Currently in the UK, women are invited for the first time in the National Breast Screening Programme between the age of 50 and 52, and they're then invited every three years up to the age of 70. After 70, they're no longer invited, but they are eligible to self-refer. Before this Lancet study we're publishing this week came to fruition, what kind of debate has there been about screening younger women? Well, the evidence is, um, most people accept fairly clear that screening from age 50 is effective in reducing mortality, but the evidence has been less clear for women below 50. There have been a number of trials which have included women below 50, and combining the results of those trials does show a mortality reduction for younger women, but it's difficult to exclude the effect of those women being screened after age 50. So what did you set out to evaluate in the current study? In the current study, we designed it specifically to look at the effect of inviting women from the age of 40 and to compare that with the current policy of inviting women from age 50. And how many women in any particular areas did you manage to enrol in the study? What type of timescale did you need to actually carry out the study? We randomised women between 1991 and 1996 and we um, the trial took place in 23 breast screening units in England, Wales and Scotland and we managed to randomise uh, just over 160,000 women into the trial of whom a third were randomised to the intervention group offered annual mammography. And what were the results? At a mean of just over 10 years follow-up, we found a reduction in breast cancer mortality in the intervention group relative to the control group of 17%, but this reduction was not statistically significant. However, we need to take into account that the observed 17% reduction is in those women invited for screening. If we adjust this for the mortality observed in women who don't attend, we estimate that the reduction in those women who actually are screened is around 24%. What we did was we then combined these results with the results of previous trials that I've already mentioned. Um, and again, we found that our results were consistent with the results of those trials. So again, it's pointing to a reduction of around 16%. But the caveat that I mentioned before that these previous trials included women close to age 50 sometimes at entry means that it, we don't still have a definitive answer. So given that we don't have a definitive answer, clearly the usual message, I think, more research required. What does it mean, though, in terms of making clinical decisions about whether women should go into screening or not? Because there are benefits to screening, but there also are risks associated with screening as well, aren't there? Yes. Well, I think one important point I should make is that we don't believe the full effect of screening within the trial will yet have emerged because women were screened up till the sort of seventh, eighth year of the trial, and those later screens, the effect of those later screens won't yet have emerged in the mortality results we've seen. So although we're 
trying to to balance the the harms against the benefits. We don't think we know the full benefit yet. Can you comment on this tension between the benefits and harms of screening for for this group of women aged 40 to 50? One thing we looked at um, in the trial was one of the potential disadvantages of screening is the fact that women will get recalled for further assessment who turn out not to have breast cancer. And this clearly can result... um, both in anxiety to these women um, in the time between their recalled and assessed and also additional you know, cost of the screening programme. And we did find that a high percentage of women were likely to be referred for assessment in this age group and is observed in the National Breast Screening Programme for women aged 15 over. So the potential harm of that is, A, it's costly because you're referring possibly too many women and B, there's the whole business about being exposed to radiation actually during the screening process? Yes, I mean the radiation exposure, yes, is primarily from the initial screen. Again, there have been a number of estimates of the likely benefit-risk ratio and we think that the level of benefit we're observing means that the, the benefit that level of benefit would outweigh um, potential harm due to radiation. So what does that mean then in terms of young women aged 40 to 50? Should they, on hearing news about this study, be thinking that they should be going for screening or not? Or is it too soon to say that based on these results? Um, to some extent, it's. I think it's too soon to say. We do need further follow-up. And I think individual women need to be made aware of the, you know, both sides of the argument, you know, the, the possible benefits and the, the possible disadvantages of screening. And just a reminder, for women who are known to be at a high risk, say they're genetic carriers, they would be having screening anyway? Yes, yeah, so they would certainly be being um, handled separately. Clearly, if mammography screening is, is effective in this age group, the, the absolute level of absolute benefit will be higher in women at a higher risk. What are the next steps following the publication of this research this week? The next steps are that we will continue with further follow-up. We're intending to do a further analysis of mortality when we have a further four years follow-up, so an average of 14 years. And that, by that time, we hope you know, we'll get a, a better picture of the full effect of the screening in the trial. Sue Moss, thanks very much for speaking to The Lancet. Thank you. Dr Sue Moss from the Institute of Cancer Research in the United Kingdom concluding this week's podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next week.